Welcome to the Franchise Supplier Wire Podcast, brought to you by FranchiseSupplierNetwork.com and distributed by Modern Business, where supplier experts share how to take your franchise to the next level. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Business Podcast, the podcast for franchise entrepreneurs. Um, this is our Supplier Wire series. Uh, we appreciate all of you that subscribe to our uh, that subscribe and support our efforts to help uh, promote, educate uh, the franchise business model and our and its community. Um, if you are not a, subscri- a subscriber and would like to be, you can always find us on any of your accessible streaming platforms and hit the like or subscribe button. Um, also, if you wish to revisit this episode or any of our previous episodes, the easiest way is to go to franchisesuppliernetwork.com. Go to the resource section and you can find all past episodes, uh, video clips, and other amazing content from our FSN family. My name is Dean Hatsi Theodosio, and I am the Chief Sales Officer for Franchise Supplier Network, and I'm also your guest host for today's podcast. Ryan is nursing a uh, 4th of July Independence Day family get-together meeting, we'll call it that. So I am your Canadian guest host today. Um, So as many of you know, FSN has the amazing opportunity to interact and work with franchisors and franchisees and understand their needs, uh, strategic goals, and their initiatives. We also get to work with and meet some really cool and innovative technologies that we believe will truly disrupt, innovate, and change the way that franchisors and franchisees do business and operate their brands. I'm your guest host for today, and it is my pleasure to host Using AI to Eliminate Avoidable Expenses. So please welcome Sam Gerace from lineup.ai. Welcome, Sam. How are you? Thanks, Dean. Fantastic. Can't be bad uh, just after the 4th of July. How was your 4th of July? You know, we I got, like Ryan, I got some great family time from, we had family in from uh, from all across the U.S. So it was a, it was a good holiday. Excellent. That's great. Yeah. So we had our Canada Day, which was on Saturday, um, okay. which is our celebration. Um, basically it's the, almost the exact same thing. Just an excuse for people to get together, party, uh, drink, eat, be merry and light up some, some fireworks. So it was, uh, it was great. So, uh, but it was also good being Canadian. I get the double holiday. So I got, I got, we get the Monday off and then now I had the 4th of July technically off, but I was working, but that's all right. It's all good. So, uh, Sam, tell our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Dean, I've, I've been very lucky. My career journey has been about taking emerging software technologies and applying them to big business problems. And I've had the chance to do that four times in four pretty different industries. Wow. Heavy manufacturing, public utilities, consumer retail, and then sports and live entertainment ticketing. Mm-hmm. I, I had the opportunity to take four software companies from startup to sale or IPO, and I'm and now I get the chance to do it a fifth time at lineup.ai too. In this case, the technology is AI or machine learning, the industry's restaurants, and, and the big problem is avoidable expenses, right? Those unnecessary losses that impair profitability and limit growth for franchisees, they can be a real nuisance for humans, but it turns out AI can really help us get rid of those. Very cool. That's an amazing experience. And it, what, what I love is bringing... Uh, I, so I love in franchising that things are changing, right? You're not getting, um, you're getting people from all walks of life, all walks of experiences coming in and looking at franchising from a different lens and bringing that experience to it to say, hey, here's a different way of doing things. It may not be a better way, but it might be something different you may want to look at, uh, or, or it may be a better way of how you're currently doing things. So, so having that experience, that's huge. Um, so what's your role within lineup.ai? 
So I'm the business leader. We're not title heavy. In fact, we think titles bring more baggage than benefit. Other places <laughs> might call my role the CEO. I'm responsible for the business results of lineup that I lead the team. Excellent. Very cool. So how did you, obviously with lineup.ai and your experience, you're looking at software tech more so and looking at uh, cool technologies that you can really uh, help influence, uh, evolve and and penetrate into whatever market it might serve. But why did you pick uh, franchising from that perspective? Well, I bet you wouldn't expect me to answer that question starting 175 years ago. But that's okay. where the story really <laughs> We, we don't we don't think of the year 1848 as particularly technically advanced, but here in Westfield, Ohio, where I am, a group of farmers didn't like the way their insurance company was treating them, and they decided to create an insurer that they would want to be customers of. And today, 175 years later, Westfield is a multi-billion-dollar insurance company, and it has 80,000 small and mid-sized business customers, a large segment of which are restaurant franchise owners who, who own franchises ranging from more than from one to more than 300 units. Westfield has an innovation division called 1848 Ventures because of the year they were founded right. that focuses on creating software and data science companies to help small and mid-sized business owners be more profitable and more successful. And they focus on industries that Westfield knows well through its customers. So I became part of of the 1848 Ventures division a few years ago because of my background. And the first industry we chose to work on was restaurants because re because Westfield has so many restaurant customers. Right. And and so that's why and so we interviewed a large number of franchisees, listened to their pain points, and launched lineup.ai. That's the that's basically the origin story. So just uh so I could paraphrase. Uh, obviously, you know, with, with the amount of customer base that, that 1848 has or, or Westfield Insurance has, they were able to, to identify and find out, Hey, we have 1848 ventures. We're looking to try and build something. We don't know what it's going to be. Let's interview some of these, some of these restaurants that, that are currently customers of ours. Some of them happen to be in franchising and exactly. they just came out with the pain points and developed it. So they really took a problem, built something that can address that problem. And now we're going to the market for it, right? Exactly. exactly. Wow. That, 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 that's true technology evolution right there, 100%. So I, I've been in tech for over 20 years. So yeah, so I, I love hearing, I love hearing some, uh, stuff like that and stories like that. Um, okay, so tell us uh, and tell our listeners more about and what is lineup.ai? Absolutely. I mean, ultimately, the the big the big idea or the mission of the company really is to help restaurant franchise owners and executives use AI to be more profitable, right? The, the way we do that is by eliminating frequent avoidable expenses. That, that's our mission. When we say AI, right, it can be scary for people. It's certainly new and it's certainly unfamiliar for everybody. And so our vision is to make AI so simple for restaurants that it becomes invisible like a pencil. I mean, I mean, you don't think about about a pencil when you write something down, you just write it down. And our goal since day one has been letting restaurant owners not think about the AI. When they're scheduling, they should just schedule their team safe in the knowledge that it's the most profitable schedule possible. When they're ordering inventory, they should just order knowing that they aren't going to lose money due to food waste. So that's that's been our mission, right? And our vision is to make it accessible to restaurant owners today. And, and that, that wasn't uh, a vision, Dean, that, that 
you know, was sort of in our heads. The software was created in restaurants. We, we were continuously developing the software. And we had three franchise owners ranging from four, lo- four to 31 locations. We were doing daily releases to these franchise owners. And they gave us ad hoc feedback every day and weekly feedback in organized sessions. So when I say we wanted to make this simple, it wasn't about being simple in our own heads. The software is literally created day to day with feedback from three, in effect, volunteer franchises who wanted to um, have software like this, so much so that they wanted to participate in its in its creation, in effect, by giving us by giving us that rapid feedback. So that, that was a really great process. We learned a lot that we didn't know about yeah. the day to day work of running a restaurant, especially a franchise with standardized operating procedures. Yeah, well, you, you definitely picked the largest segment um, in franchising in the food and beverage space. Uh, re- restaurants is definitely the the largest space to be able to address. And and they they absolutely, if you talk to any restaurant owner, they're always looking for ways to improve operational processes, whether at the location level or even if you're looking at franchisors at the brand level, uh, right? Because even though uh, lineup.ai is, is really deployed at the location level, a franchisor might be looking at it to say, look, if this thing can really help our franchisees save money, this is a, a great selling feature for us to sell more franchises. So we can we can have lineup at .ai as a standardized platform that our franchisees must use from a scheduling perspective, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, that's a, that's a really important point. Um, one of the things we noticed about small and mid-sized business uh, owners is they're hungry for good process. Large businesses have the resources to to go the world over and figure out what best practices are or to try things uh, at scale and see what best practices are. Small to mid-sized business owners don't always have the resources to do that. And so it's great when a franchisor can figure out the best practice and give franchisees tools, which, which let them just create the conditions where they can put those best practices into use every day. And part of what lineup.ai does is let the C-suite or a COO or the operational manager give the tools to their set targets, by the way, for for example, let, let's talk about la- let's talk about labor scheduling, right? We schedule labor based on expected business. If we get the forecast wrong, and, and we did a broad study, um, the average franchisee gets their gets their future forecast wrong by more than 20% a quarter of the time. Schedule hmm. too much labor, that's not a necessary expense, right? Schedule too little labor, and you might not be able to serve the business or you impair your future profitability because you don't hit your hospitality goals, your customer right. satisfaction goals. So what Lineup AI does is give the C-suite or the operational manager the ability to set labor profitability targets, manage labor as a percentage of sales, gives the GM tools that inform that with an accurate forecast so they can manage to that target easily without having to do a lot of calculations in the background to get there. And it's more accurate and it reduces those expenses without without any effort on on the part of either the the operational manager or the GM. And for a franchisor who can say to a franchisee, hey, we can give you these tools and they'll automatically make you more profitable, you know, that that's that's good for everybody. So you said manage labor as a percentage of sale, right? Mm-hmm. So 
traditionally in, you know, you have your scheduling software, you basically schedule, like I grew up in the restaurant world as well and worked at many restaurants, family restaurants. Uh, but back in those days, it was basically your, your scheduling software was, was a, uh, a grid on a piece of paper of, of graph paper with your name there. And then you just looked at it and, you know, there was a lot of erasing and then redoing and stuff like that. But anyways, um, <laughs> thank God we're, we're well beyond that now. Um, so I, I love that. I love that you said that managed labor is a percentage of sales because in in this in the world that we're living now, and particularly in the restaurant world, restaurant tours cannot keep increasing and inflating prices to adjust for supply cost, uh, you know, uh, supply chain cost, um, you know, facility cost, things like that. Because if you keep increasing your prices, eventually the consumer is just going to have enough, and they're going to be like, "I'm not, I'm not spending any more money anymore." Instead of going three times a week to your restaurant, I'm only going to go once, right? Or even once a month, even. So now every restaurant tour is looking, how can I keep more money in the business versus having to get money out of the business? So whether that's savings on, on energy, on uh, electrical consumption, or like whatever that is, and labor is probably, besides re- rent or, or leasing, probably the number one expense for, for restaurant tours. So it's it's a huge thing to be able to do that. So just want to take a step back here and just uh, so I can keep things simple, just because, you know, I'm, my head's still foggy from my Canada Day weekend. So <laughs> lineup.ai, it is a scheduling uh, application and scheduling platform, but it's an evolved application that it ties into your sales data and understands where your peak times are, your low times are. So that way, when you are scheduling, it's going to tell you or it will flag to say, hey, you're heavy on this time when you shouldn't be scheduling or you're light at this time. You should be scheduling more people, even if it's only for two hours or an hour. Am I accurate on that? Yeah, Dean, that's exactly right. Not only do we take into account sales history, by the way, but also other things that affect restaurant volume. Speaking of Canada Day, we take into account holidays. Mm. We take into account weather. Um and and a, a variety of other factors that that affect volume, and that's that's why we need the AI, right? And and what it does is understand the impact of each of those and forecast on an hourly basis uh, volume. For the for the GM, it's pretty easy. They don't need to know the numbers. They can they can it just sets the the hours that would be optimal labor, and they can they can do that. By scheduling a grid or they can, there's a curve fitting where they can just make sure their labor, it literally drag and drop until the two curves match and they've got optimal labor, meaning uh, that they are managing, we, we mentioned it a minute ago, to labor as a percentage of sales, which makes it predictable in terms of profitability. And uh, I, I also think, Dean, we're not so far from what you mentioned. I mean, you, you mentioned using a grid and uh, and pencil and paper. You know, part of our original survey only uh, three years ago uh, was of big and small restaurant owners. 40% of them were still not using any tool at all. They were using a word processor with a template or Excel, not wow. even as a formula, but as a grid, right? So they didn't have to erase with a pencil. Hmm. But um, it, it's pretty amazing to me that some of the small to mid-sized business owners aren't aren't availing themselves of tools 
uh, especially when they, in the modern era, and, and not just for lineup.ai, there are some tools out there that are very simple, that don't require everybody up and down the chain to be deeply quantitatively trained, right? They're easy to use tools like a pencil that you can put in place. And, and they also don't take a lot of IT expertise to manage because we're in a SaaS software world. Yeah, it's bringing back flashbacks of when, you know, I was managing, I was managing uh, my, my uncle and my dad's restaurant and then looking at the schedule, right? And you're coming up on a holiday and you're expecting it to be busy. Like we're going to be juiced for like five hours before people go out or like whatever the case is. So you staff extra people thinking, and then lo and behold, no one, nobody shows up. And, and you can't, you can't account for that. Obviously you just, it's just expected, but because you're going back through your own historical memory of what it was last year, the year before. So with AI, at least you can now take data from, you know, like I'm thinking about it from a chain perspective, right? Or a brand perspective, you want to look at each restaurant, but then you can also potentially use historical data at the brand level, right? To help influence that uh, somewhat to help with the scheduling of, of staff and, and employees. That That's right. The AI is global in the sense that it will allow one location to learn from another. Uh, so it takes into account the uniqueness of each location, but it also looks at the total holiday impact. You know, if you remember back to when you were managing this, what's interesting about is Canada is Canada Day always on a Saturday or did it no, just happen it, to fall? It floats. It floats. It's always so, it's always July 1st. Yeah. So and for us, July 4th, the same. And, you know, I, I can imagine the challenge for the restaurant manager, because the impact of of Canada Day, if it falls on a on a weekend is different than if it falls on a shoulder, right? Friday or Monday versus yep. let's say on a Wednesday. And you'd have to remember seven years back, right? To see when the last Wednesday was that it fell on eight, eight, I guess, if there's a leap year in there. Um, so it's really a challenge. One of the beautiful things about AI is it doesn't forget. It's, it's like an elephant. Uh, so yeah. it can say wh when was, wh what was the impact of the last Canada day on a Tuesday, oh, Tuesday. Right. And, you know, uh, and it can also say what was the impact across all locations versus on this location. So, you know, that's a bit of the beauty of of AI. And when you think about from either from the franchise or level to say to, to help franchisees with growth, when you open a new location. And you have to put a GM in there or if a manager changes in a given location, the AI remembers they don't have to rebuild that knowledge from scratch about how that location behaves. The AI remembers and gives them the information. So what they can do is use their management skills to manage, but they don't have to, they don't have to build all that tacit knowledge that was in the head of the last manager that right. is really tough to transfer. Or run, you know, four years of reports trying to look back at historical data and trying to interpret how many people were staffed and all that. Because if you think about it, depending on the restaurant, if you're full serve, you know, versus QSR, QSR might be a little bit lighter staff, but if you're full serve, you have a full kitchen staff that you got to, you got to run. You have bus boys, you have bartenders, you have wait staff, you have all of that. So like, that's a massive, massive uh, undertaking, right. To try and go back historically without the AI right now that with that's AI is there, it solves all of that massively. That's huge. That's, right. that's huge. And That's holiday, amazing. you know, you mentioned something important, which is bar staff. Holidays, if we look at the data, really uh, affect restaurants with bar sales in a very different way than they affect restaurants without bar sales. And oh, so, 
you know, the system just remembers. I mean, look, chat GPT, which we all hear about is probably, you know, people's most familiar newsy introduction to AI. And that's a party trick right now. Um, and AI can do all kinds of all kinds of amazing science fiction things, although probably not too practically today. There's some really simple things that AI can do that we just which is remember, right? Remember yeah. for you and and save you from having to run all those reports and let you focus. What humans do well is make well and make decisions when they're well informed. The AI here is just is basically the manager's best friend. That's what it's doing. It's saying, here's all the information you need. Now yeah. make a good, you know, you make a good decision. So a, a couple of, of rapid fire questions. So we know that lineup.ai can work in a single unit operation, right? A single unit franchisee, correct? Yep, absolutely. And if I'm a multi-unit owner, right? I I can I have 10 restaurants, 20, 30, 100, like whatever that is. Um, I can use that per location right and manage you know whether i'm the franchisee managing managing it or i'm the district manager or i'm the location manager i can use lineup.ai to manage my staff that way right yeah absolutely okay what happens if i'm a multi-unit multi-brand owner so i have you know right but i want to be able to roll up and look at my my labor costs as a percentage of my sales you know in that environment because Obviously, each location is going to manage it independently. If I'm a, a mumbo, a multi-unit, a multi-brand owner, I want to see it overall. I want to see across my entire business, my business entity. What, like, what is my, what is my labor cost? That's right. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, that those exist in Westfield's client base, and so we anticipated that uh, we understood their needs, right? We because we we talked to them. Um, and so we have the concept, first of all, you can set labor percentage targets by location. So for one brand, they might be different, obviously, sure. uh, brand to brand. So for the one brand, you can set the appropriate targets there for another brand. And even, as you know, regionally, you might set slightly different labor targets, depending on there might be local regulations, which which would force you to have a different labor percentage of sales uh, or compliance, right, to acknowledge that. But still, so you can set so so someone who is in a, a mumbo situation would have the ability to create to targets for each of their brands, maybe even regionally for each of their brands. And then look at the roll-up. They could look at it on a on an area basis, and then on mm. a complete uh, entire business basis. Very cool. So, yeah, yeah. And then at a brand level, right? So let's say you know we're, we're I'm, a, I'm a franchisor, and I make Lineup.ai a mandatory solution. But I want to understand, you know, because because what happens at an operations team. What they're going to do is they're going to dive into whether it's a per location or a franchisee or a territory, if it's a multi-unit owner, right? Yeah. And I, before I go to my visit to go visit with Sam, I'm obviously going to go do a compliance visit. But then on top of that, I'm going to look at the results of the compliance visit. I'm also going to look at Sam's total sales for that location or the territory, look at the percentage of sale, uh, percentage of labor, percentage of sale, cost of goods, like all of that. And I'm going to sit down with Sam and say, hey, I've been looking at your business you know, uh, you're heavy on this, you're light on this. So can lineup.ai have that overview or that umbrella view that a, that a brand can look down at a particular location to see, are they heavy in labor? Do they need additional coaching or help and training and, and understanding how to do the scheduling? It can, Dean. I don't have an example of that today because we've been focusing on helping the franchisees sure. to this point. But 
the beauty of this, especially because we have a global model, is that if a if a franchisor wants to lean into this, they could they could all of this information can be aggregated into a single global model, which would be really impactful for them to understand it, and obviously uh, for them to evaluate or, or enhance uh, the value proposition for a franchisee. Right. I love this. Um, now, the big question that probably all our listeners are thinking and saying, okay, well, this is AI. It's taking data so that it can learn to make my scheduling, you know, better uh, and improved, improved scheduling, evolved, like whatever you like to call it, whatever terminology you want to use. But how do you keep the sales data separate? Like how is my sale, is the sales data from other locations? Because Because you mentioned, right, the AI learns from other locations as well right yep. on how to do scheduling but yep. is it i i'm gonna i, I think I, I already know what the answer is but i'm gonna let you answer because people don't want to hear me say it but yep. is is any of the data that's being uh, brought into the ai engine is it being shared outside to anybody else other than that location owner absolutely not the 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 you know one of the important things that is both the way we operate and contractually, the way we guarantee things is that your data is your data. Um, So, you know, it's like if you read a book, the the person who wrote the book still has the copyright, they still have the right to sell that, right? What you've learned from the book, you can put into use. um, But you you don't own the book. And so in this case, every every customer of lineup.ai owns their own data. The sales data, you can think of it this way, the engine learns their sales data is passed through in a in a sanitized environment to make their predictions. But their sales data doesn't go into some um, to some pool of data that anybody else can access. It's just run through the engine to produce the forecast. So uh, their their data is their data. Their business privacy is very important to us. Of course. And and so we would never we would never share that data with anybody uh, outside um, outside them. Excellent. And can lineup.ai take other data sets from other areas? So I'm thinking now uh, the marketing team at a, at a brand is is looking to launch an LTO, whether around Independence Day or July Fourth or Thanksgiving or whatever. But they, you know, so now you got to put in there saying, "Hey, we have this LTO that's coming up on this." I, you know, people are asking for vacation, even though we're six months out, I, I may need to understand what impact this is going to have on my staff, right? And on my labor. Can you import that data from other sources as well? Uh, absolutely. So on the staffing side, we've got a number of integrations and we've got a, a tool, an employee app. Uh, if you don't, if a, if a lineup that a customer wants to, they can use our employee tool which lets employees indicate their availability, request time off, uh, swap shifts, et cetera. Or we can get that information from other existing tools. Uh, on the, you know, the, you've mentioned the least automated part of restaurants, which is promotions. In most cases, that information isn't even digital at this point in yeah. restaurants, right? They do the LTO, but it doesn't end up in a system. And we're actually right now looking at the best way to give restaurants again simple tools to to help indicate to the ai and to the manager in one screen 
look, there's an LTO running, right? And the AI might say, this is the first time I've ever seen anything like this. But at least what it would say to the GM is, this is happening, and I'm going to learn from it this time, but I've never seen anything like it. So you'll have to use your intuition right today, and then I'll learn from that. And the next time an LTO like this one happens, I'll know what to do. So that that is a, an area of focus for us, Dean, on how to best incorporate that marketing data or you know, or or just simply new advertising campaigns. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if you've seen some of the, the cable and digital TV has reached a point where we can you can now target individual households with ads. Um, and so this is this, restaurants have not capitalized on this and it's a huge area of opportunity. And so that, that we're, we're looking at that hard to make sure we can give them simple tools to incorporate that. How fast does the AI engine learn? Like if I'm a new, you know, I, I've just deployed, I signed up for lineup.ai, how fast will it start impacting and giving me great results? Yeah. If, if you have a year of sales history, if the location's been open at least a year, um, then uh, it takes a couple of weeks to get to full um, to get to full forecast accuracy, and and then it's up and running. So it's only for very new locations. If it's the first location for a customer of ours, and they don't have any other locations with sales data. It could take six or eight weeks, but for for customers where the location has been open for a year, or they have a lot of other locations that have been open for a while, yeah, uh, you know, just a few weeks, and it gets up to speed quickly, and they can that learning gets impactful very quickly. Yeah, you mentioned something earlier. So, um, when did Lineup AI uh, Lineup AI launch officially launch? Yeah, sadly, we launched about three months before this this big thing happened called the pandemic. Oh, um, <laughs> so that that made it tough for the industry. And what we spent the pandemic doing was we created a free dashboard for restaurants called our reopening dashboard that showed them the factors going on in their localized area that would affect them in terms of reopening. And that's hmm. how we... That's how we tried to help the industry as a whole during the pandemic. And then once things really started to reopen, we went back to uh, selling lineup.ai. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Um, so, yeah. How many um, locations or brands or, or, or customers do you guys have currently on the, on the platform? Yeah. So, Dean, one thing that um, you mentioned data privacy and we... Um, we are very serious about uh, brand privacy. The brands that are using AI think it's a competitive advantage. And so sure. I've got a couple customers that are large enough to have big swaths and we respect their privacy. So we've been um, a, a quiet about the brands that we serve uh, in, for, for that reason. They really do think it's a, it's a competitive advantage just with relate with regard to profitability, but you know, profitability for them means the ability to grow. If, if you've got a location, if you've got a set of locations that are more and more profitable, you're building the resources to be able to grow. And, and I think that's why they think it's a real competitive advantage. Just the growth oriented, uh, uh, large franchise groups that are employing this, Okay. Um, the the reason for my question was to try and find out what's been the biggest barrier of entry for you when you're when you're talking to these different brands, right? Because obviously, depending on what the segment is, right? QSR, 
to full serve is going to be very different, um, you know, conversation, right? Um, their, their full service is going to be heavier on staff. So I'm just curious what the, what the barrier to entry has been for you guys. The people who have adopted this most rapidly have been uh, quick serve, fast casual, right? As you get into casual dining, where the uh, labor differentiation gets much more substantial, you mentioned it yourself. We suddenly have front of house, we've got bar staff and other things. Um, our observation is that those managers are much busier. They're doing two or three or four jobs, especially coming out of the pandemic with the labor shortage. And to burn through that static and say, we actually have a tool that will make it easier has been more difficult. So our growth in casual dining has been much slower than in quick serve and fast casual. Uh, I think I really I think because of the of the labor environment. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I mean, no, absolutely it. does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there it and it falls in line with um franchising as a whole, where particularly at, at the operational level, uh at their location level, uh they're concentrating on their business, right? And they're like, hey, this is great. It looks awesome. I just don't have time to look at this right now. Or it's my labor is not causing me enough of a pain that I need to address it. Or so they think, right? Um, but that's right. If you can, cause I, I'd love, you know, when you do have the data, I'd love to know, you know, the percentage savings, right. From when someone didn't have lineup.ai to after six months or nine months or a year, three months, even what the savings have been and what impact you've had on someone's business. Well, let me, let me tell you about one of those. And I guess the opposite to your question is what have been barriers. I'll tell you what some of our biggest success cases are, are where a, a, an executive from a large uh, brand has come down to a growth, uh, to a growth franchise group. And I believe the reason for that is Dean, that, that, that again, it's gets back to the idea of best practices that Someone who's had experience in a in a very large brand, a nationwide brand with thousands of locations, understands best practices. And if they come down, especially to a if they're recruited by a private equity firm to come into a uh, a small franchise uh, franchisor that's just received its first big round of investment, right? They bring some best practices, and they want a tool to to employ them so so you you asked what real savings can happen you know we've got a success case one franchise group that is now uh 21 locations right previously relied on each locations manager to sort of know how to schedule the right amount of labor they had a standard template right very much like your your graph paper uh although in this case it was in a spreadsheet and they applied some standard rules of thumb for holidays um uh and unfortunately by the way those rules of thumb if you will were were varied manager to manager. And that had worked to allow them to grow from one to 15 locations over 10 years. They were successful. They got ready for a new private equity-backed growth phase. And they recruited a, a, an executive from a large, from a large uh, brand. And, and they ran an analysis and noticed high variability in labor costs from, lo from location to location. So they decided to manage labor's percentage of sales. They chose lineup as the tool to do that. They gave the location managers the tools, which included the target set by the new operations manager. And in their first year, lineup saved them $1.3 million in labor costs. Wow. Per location? 
No, as a as a as a fifteen okay as a fifteen unit. Now they've now grown in a short period of time, right? From fifteen to twenty one because they've standardized. And even when location managers change or they put a new location manager in a new location, the yep. AI retains the knowledge and they can manage to that labor percentage of sales. So it let them grow when other restaurants were shrinking, and they're thriving because they have consistent profitability and it's funding their growth. So just from our listeners, because I'm I just I just did the quick math on my on my calculator. That's eighty seven thousand dollars per location across those fifteen locations of labor. So that's money eighty seven thousand dollars of cash staying in your business that you don't have to shell out uh, to you know to extra labor or you know uh, you know unnecessary labor. Wow, that that's that's impactful. And that's and that was a QSR concept. It is. Uh, that's right. Like the, obviously, the more the more staff you have, the more impactful line of .ai is going to be, right? Exactly. So exactly. the larger your QSR, or if you're a full serve or casual dining concept, it's going to be you're going to have a massive impact. That's huge. That's huge. That, that's a that's an amazing case study. Wow. Okay. So, well, like, what's the structure look from a commercial uh, perspective? Like, if I'm I'm a QSR, I'm a restaurant, I want to sign up. What, what does it look like? Is it am I charged? Per employee, am I charged as a licensing fee? How, like, how does that work? Right. And look, you know, getting back to our our core mission, Westfield wants to help, and 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 lineup that I wants to help restaurant franchisees be successful. So, what we didn't want to do, right, is um, is create a, a drag on on restaurants. So it's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple SaaS. Uh, pricing it it's uh, it's 149 dollars per location per month um, we calculate that as less than 10 percent of the average the average savings right or increased profit that lineup.io create and uh so we're just trying to capture a small share of that value that's undiscounted right so the more locations you have there are tier discounts and and so it's a pretty simple it's a pretty simple structure so it's a flat rate fee of $150, $150 per location per month. I know you said $149. That's the Walmart that's right. thing, just to make it got $1 it. cheaper. I got <laughs> it. So, but so, um, so just $149 per location. And just all, all you need is basically one license, maybe two. Now, are, do you pay? Does that give you one license? Like, let's say I'm a multi unit owner and I have different, different territories. And, you know, obviously I'm going to pay per location, but does that give me one license per, per location? Uh, we, you mean in terms of users? Yeah. Or no, uh, we don't, we don't, charge a, we don't charge a user fee. Wow. Um, so, you know, your C-suite gets access, your regional managers get access, the GMs get, I, you, you can put as many people on it as you want. It's really about delivering the value to the restaurant and, you know, per, and and since our value is delivered at a per location basis, that that's really how we decided to charge. Wow, that's amazing. That's a great price. We, um, think, we, we think so. We think so. So, and, and because because I'm because I'm Greek, do do any of my friends get any special discounts or anything like that? <laughs> because uh, of the. Uh, of the franchise supplier network and its importance here, we'd like to give give anybody who who lets us know that they heard about it here th- uh, full quarter free, right? Three months free, so they get 
try it out. Wow. Um, zero risk. And, uh, and, and we think it'll improve your, your profits immediately. So to all my restaurant friends out there, pick up the phone. I, I feel like we're in like an infomercial at 1 a.m. now. Pick up the phone call. <laughs> call now. Call right. my phone number is 613-794-0801. Give me a call. I will hook you up with Sam and get yourself a deal immediately on lineup.ai. Um, so you guys are concentrating on restaurants and you're addressing this, but realistically, lineup.ai can go across any industry and any so anybody that schedules anything. Like I'm thinking now, home services. I have I have truck rolls that are going out and doing ease trough, roofing, uh, lawn maintenance, cleaning, whatever that is. Now, hey, I I just got a contract for a job to go do the cleaning, a commercial cleaning job for a 5,000 square foot, you know, location or a 25,000 square foot, um, you know, uh, warehouse. But now I have to do, I use most of my dad as a property maintenance company. So I know a lot about this stuff too. So um, now, now the contract that I want involves uh, stripping floors, carpet washing, window cleaning, this, that I, now I need to know how many people do I need to staff on this? Cause I, you know, I can do, I could, I potentially could, could use lineup.ai to help me schedule all this. That That's right. I mean, it's it, in effect, it's the same AI Dean. We focused on the restaurant industry um, again to make the tools as simple as a pencil, right? So, so restaurants will come in and see things specific to the restaurant industry, but that's really talking about the user experience. We could put a a, a roofing uh, front end on this. Just the terminology yeah. that you know that that a roofing or a business cleaning uh, uh, or or anything. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and that's I mean that's the beauty of of uh, of AI, right? I love it. I love it. And you I, know what I love? It's true AI. Right now, AI is the is the new buzzword um, that people are splashing on their websites because people are googling it and they want to be able to that their seos catching it and and dragging them to their to the thing and you go to trade shows and you see people and and technologies that are out there and they say oh we have ai and then you have a conversation with them and you're like mm, i don't know if this is really ai but this is truly ai where you are taking data sets dumping them into an engine and it's providing recommendations on your scheduling it's going to prompt you. It's going to give you errors. It's going to tell you this is wrong. Do this. It's going to make suggestions for you. Uh, it's machine learning and AI in one, which is which is truly amazing. Okay, so sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I you know, I think what you just underscored is maybe the most important thing restaurant owners need to hear. AI isn't a thing of the future for restaurants, right? It can add multiple percentage points to your profitability this year in 2023. And you don't have to know anything about technology. You just have to want to manage a business well. I think that's maybe the most important thing um, for for restaurant owners to know. I could not agree with you more. I think restaurant owners in general, depending on the brand, right? Um, When you become a franchisee, they want owner operators. So they come from a restaurant background and they understand the restaurant business and they're very successful at it. But what what ends up scaring them a lot of times is technology because of either uh, lack of education, not on their part that they don't have it, lack of education on the supplier side that they've done a poor job in educating the restaurateur on what their technology is going to do, right? 
And so a lot of people are hesitant to adopt new technologies or change things in their business because they're afraid that it's going to have a negative impact. But what I like about this is this doesn't change anything on how you operate your business. It's going to help you manage it better. It's going to, it's not going to be, it's not going to, it's going to work in your business, not on your business, right? It's going to, it's going to help you. You're not changing anything. You're just going to take data sets, put it into an engine and you still do your same thing. You still got to schedule your staff, but it's going to give you a better way to do it and make it more, um, it's going to be more impactful for you on your business, which is, which is great. So um, what are three key takeaways that you want our listeners, uh, you know, last couple of questions here, three key takeaways uh, that you want our listeners to know about? Yeah, look, I think um, three key takeaways. Lineup.ai wants restaurant franchisees to succeed and to be more profitable. That's number one. That's what we're about. The second is it's available today in 2023. And if you're not using AI, lineup, lineup.ai's AI or somebody else's, you're leaving money on the table uh, today. And I think thirdly, Mention that you heard us on Franchise Supplier Network and get the product for three months free and try it out. What's the there's there's absolutely no risk. Absolutely. And, and by right, the way, one, we sorry, talked a lot about scheduling. We talked a lot about scheduling. We also do item level, item level forecast, right? So per oh. menu item level, how, how much will that do? So, so there are other ways P- people tend not to people tend to incorporate that right directly into their existing inventory system. But if their predominant focus is on inventory. Uh, cost or food waste, we, we've got data for that too. We, we talk a lot about scheduling because that's really on people's minds with the labor shortage uh, and the wage increases, but AI can help on the, on the inventory side too, today, this year. Yeah, I can see how that would be very impactful on for your high running items, right? Like exactly. if you, depending on the size of your, what your menu is, if you're ordering more chicken, let's say, than you are burgers, and that's an item that is there, you may want to understand better through an AI engine how much to order, um, you know, what what your peaks and low times are and things like that. So on your high menu items, that would be a huge, huge asset for you to be able to, to run through uh, through lineup.ai. Yeah, some concepts are much more worried about sellouts than others, you know, yeah. like, uh, right, right th- people with limited menus with particular specialty items or or even specialized um, concepts like like donut shops or other things, but 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 if you if you have a limited menu and you focus on on, on a large number of specialty items, sellouts are really impactful to profitability in the on that day, and they affect whether customers are willing to come back if they went for that item and it was sold out. And so you know this is where, in addition to just generally uh, inventory optimization, elimination of food waste and avoiding sellouts are ways that. Current franchisees are using that item level forecast. Yeah, I went to a, I went to a burger shop. It wasn't a, a chain. It was an independent owner, um, and they had you know they had the claim to fame. It was a neighborhood restaurant, best burgers in all of I won't even say the city. You know this back in the day, and so I was recommended to go there and whatever. And I show up, and they're out of burgers. I'm like, what do you mean you're out of burgers? Like you that you have. 25 burgers on your menu you're claiming you have the best burgers how do you not have any more ground beef how are you not making any more burgers i I was very confused so anyways i ended up having a beer and chicken wings and it was still good but it was all right um so um all right last why are you the most interesting person in franchising give me a, a really crazy tidbit about yourself uh i'm the most interesting person in franchising because what i thought i was going to do 
And what I did for my entire high school and college career was I was a performing stage magician. No. Uh, doves, rabbits, you know, sawing people in half. That's what I did for uh, for eight years as a, as a sideline then and thought I'm really thinking about whether I could make a career of it. So really? I took a right turn. <laughs> you should have gone. Well, there was no AGT back then, I guess. So you could have gone on America's Got Talent and did a little <laughs> bit of sleight of hand and, you know. That's right. That's met right. some famous people and that could have been your career. You would have won a million dollars and then got a Vegas show. I that could have been could have been. But yeah. in this case, uh, I, I, I'm enjoying the software side of things. Excellent. All right, Sam. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. It was a this is a great interview. Thank you very much for the time and the overview of lineup.ai. Uh, to all our listeners, you heard it. You heard it from Sam directly. Uh, business owner and business partner. Uh, three months free if you come through some franchise supplier network. So thank you, Sam. Appreciate it, and enjoy the rest of your week. 